0: Hey y'all, today on the podcast we're talking about our periods, how they relate to Ayurvedic doshas, and most definitely a conversation on the ability to find the root cause between what's happening in our bodies. Hey y'all, welcome to Happy Healthy Human Radio. I'm your host, Samantha Attard, an Ayurvedic coach, yoga instructor, doula. Apparently, I'm feeling pretty Southern today because I've already said y'all twice. (laughs) But I am here to share with you all lessons in balance, bliss, and confidence so that we can all feel a little bit better every single day. And thank you so, so much for being a part of this community. If you enjoy this podcast, please do subscribe, rate, leave a review on iTunes, and definitely share with a friend that might also enjoy this podcast as well. So this podcast today, it's coming from a really interesting energy space. So a couple different things have been happening. First off, Yesterday I gave a workshop over at Apothecary, which is the gorgeous herbal wellness shop that's connected with drink juicery here in DC. Um, I am just so happy whenever I go into this shop. They have some crystals, they have herbs, they have uh, sage, like just, just so many wonderful things and delights in this shop and it's always a pleasure to be there talking. And so I got to talk with women yesterday about demystifying the menstrual cycle with specifically an eye to Ayurveda, so this is a topic that's been on the top of my mind for quite a bit, um, and especially this last week. But It's also coming from an interesting space because as of this day that I'm recording, Thursday, September 27th, 2018, uh, would just finished up this morning was a big Senate hearing um, with uh, Dr. Christine Ford. Um, who uh, has uh, has has come out with saying that she um, experienced sexual assault by a Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh um, back when they were in high school um, so it's just been a really interesting space I mean obviously lots of protests and being in d c like there's some some charges in the air and it's a really interesting space of again of this like what is normal, what is okay, what is not okay? Can we excuse someone for something they did 30 years ago? And it just definitely is in this space of understanding um, and it has me thinking a lot about women and our bodies. Uh, and so so it's coming from a, an interesting an interesting place today of, of being really aware of, um, myself as woman and myself as woman in my body. Um, and I could go into all of the things I've experienced over the years, all of the situations, um, but, you know, I think maybe the best way to kind of put a little pin in that part of the discussion is to say that last night, without even meaning to, I ended up calling up my sister uh, when I was waiting to get in my lift ride home um, and usually I would call up you know maybe my husband or someone but you know he's out of town so I called I called my sister because I, I figured she would be around and be at home um, because I just every once in a while you get a funky feeling about a person you're driving with and I was like, you know what I think I just would feel better if I was talking to someone And the fact that that, is still a thing, <laughs> and that's still a thing that I deal with, even knowing that the Lyft or the Uber is completely tracked, knowing that there's no one's gonna really be able to drive off to nowhere, but, um, but it just is still, it is still a thing, and, and it is still something that uh, women all over the country, all over the world, have to deal with and think about in every day, not to say that men are um, immune to such abuses, but, but particularly women, Um, face these sorts of issues all through their lives. And so, again, putting a pin in it just to note that it's still in top of mind um, for me today. And so what I wanted to do is I wanted to share with you about um, how we can see the effects of specific doshas in our menstrual cycles so that we can help figure out the best ways to balance them. And then just a little note about knowing our bodies, which is a pretty important thing. So first, let's talk menstrual cycle. Cool. So menstrual cycle as we know it's this 28 to 30 some odd day cycle that our body goes through from time of puberty until menopause and in this cycle we have a big range of cocktail of hormones that are moving and changing around in our body so the beginning of our menstrual cycle how we usually count it in our world is we start with our periods great so bleeding shedding the lining of the uterus for anywhere from about four to seven days typically and then we start to move into what's called the and we move into the follicular phase which is essentially the eggs inside of the ovary developing at some point follicle stimulating hormone has been rising and estrogen has been rising and so that follicle stimulating hormone bursts out and that causes an egg that has been ripening to be released down through the fallopian tube so that's ovulation and then post ovulation we get a rise in progesterone which is part of our luteal phase and then right around when we get our period either day before or right in that area that progesterone drops and um, and we bleed and we get our periods again so this cycle is really interesting because actually we see vata, pitta, and kapha in the menstrual cycle. So in each cycle that we have, we go through a phase that has more pitta, more vata, more kapha. And how this typically works is that our periods themselves are very vata heavy. Um, and we could imagine this and understand this from the sense of essentially a weakening of the body. I mean, you are bleeding, you're losing iron, you're losing vital life force, which relates to vata, which tends to be a little lighter, airier, and not as strong. Also, it is vata that causes the blood flow, meaning that downward flow of energy is a panavayu, and that is a downward flow, a downward wind that is vata after and as our period finishes we move into our follicular phase that's going to be ruled by kapha. So if you think about this during the follicular phase we are building up the lining of the uterus. We're preparing it again in case um, conception was going to occur and so that building strengthening aspect is kapha. And you'll notice this right most people don't really have complaints about the few days after their periods. You're pretty stable, your energy is pretty good, you don't have a lot of bloating or digestive issues or pain or fatigue, like you're a pretty strong, stable, um, really solid type person at that time. And that is because that is the kapha time. As we get into ovulation and right around ovulation, things switch over into pitta. And let's make sense of this. Think about it. We have this egg that is being released down the fallopian tube. So there's a lot of movement, there's transformation, there's change. And also, if we think about the hormones that are running, when we have that higher estrogen, we feel more alive, we feel more exciting. We would say, you know, during ovulation is when one, actually, we tend to be more considered more attractive, like because of the pheromone cocktail that we are emitting, um, tend to be more outgoing, more charismatic, more just excited and energized about life. And, and that is pitta energy. As ovulation finishes and we start to move into the luteal phase, this higher progesterone, we start to get into a more vata like time, and vata just starts to build, build, build until we get into our periods. And again, premenstrual syndrome, highs and lows in our moods, uh, digestion not getting as good, a lot of bloating. Um, which some of it's water retention, but also sometimes it's just poor digestion in general, and it can be kind of the gas, kind of bloating. Um, this is Vata time. So already we can have a little picture of what uh, what we can do to balance throughout the month. You know, around ovulation we might need to calm the fire sometimes. Around menstruation. And during our periods, we probably don't need to do an Orange Theory yoga class. We need to respect that need for rest. Uh, In the first few days of that follicular phase when we are in the kapha time, let's do a big workout, let's get sweaty, let's go out and enjoy and move. So you can use this sense to create a month that has a rhythm to it and has a season to it. The other amazing thing though is that if you actually look at your period specifically, Uh, You know, our periods, it is a vital sign. It tells us about what's happening in our body. And when we look at what happens to our period, we can be able to tell if we have specific doshas in or out of balance. So by knowing what's going on in our periods, we can have a greater understanding of what is happening in our bodies and in our worlds. So as an example, um, people with more vata type dosha and a more vata like period, Um, will usually be irregular. Maybe they're not getting their period. It could be lighter, Uh, lots of brown blood, pretty painful. Like kind of like a spastic kind of pain. They could get lightheaded or dizzy. Um, Back pain is also really big and very common in Vata type type periods. So there tends to be a lot of pain and cramping and just, and real fatigue. With Pittas, the period looks a little more um, kind of like hot and painful. It might even have like a little bit of a fleshy sort of smell. You know, It'll usually be pretty regular in length, but headaches are very common. Um, loose stools or diarrhea is very common. Um, and, and pain, uh, heavy, and, um, and just a, a sharpness about it, a real sharpness. Might be more agitated during your period. Kapha periods, on the other hand, there can be a lot of bloating and water retention. I mean, even into legs, feet, hands, Uh, it'll be a longer, heavier flow, and it tends to be a more dull pain that's accompanied by depression. So maybe one or two of these really stuck out to you. And I'd be curious to know, and you can be curious to note, you know, if the way that your period is seem similar to what you're seeing and experiencing in your um, everyday uh, life if your specific primary dosha is relating to what sort of imbalances you're seeing in your period. For mine, I mean, it's a complete combination of the vata and pitta. For tons of years, I had the irregular periods. I get very, very, very fatigued. Um, And then I do have some pitta issues because they can get a little um, the, the pain and the heaviness, but really it's, it's, it has a very similar quality to a vata type period, which makes sense. I have a lot of vata in me and some, some pitta as well. So once you know that you can also say, okay, how do I balance during my period? How do I help this happen? So for vata and everyone, but specifically if you have a vata type period, rest is so huge. Rest is really, really important. Rest and staying warm. You're trying to not induce anything cold into your body. So hot teas, hot water, lots of blankets, hot water bottles, like all of these are gonna feel really good to a vata. That warm, mushy, easy to digest food, again, complete vata balancing, go for it. Don't do too much exercise. Don't wear your body out. Simple stretches, yin yoga, restorative, this is gonna feel really good for vata type period. For my pitta folks, stay really hydrated. Eat lots of juicy fruits, especially orange and grapefruit, because these are going to be really good for helping reduce inflammation in your body. Um, curcumin pills are going to be really good for pitta. So curcumin is the active ingredient that's in turmeric ginger. That's going to be very good for reducing inflammation, which is a pitta-type issue. And... Um, For my pittas, and don't do this if you're pregnant, Uh, well, you don't have your period if you're pregnant, but just good thing to know, um, aloe vera juice. So one to two tablespoons every day, especially um, in the two weeks before you're expecting your period. So in the luteal phase, uh, do that aloe to clear and cool the body as you lead up to your period. For kaphas, now you guys are gonna be the ones that might want and need a little bit more movement. So you might do a slightly more active class. You might do a good walk or even a little jog. Uh, definitely you want to increase your agni. I have a ginger pickle recipe um, that is perfect for boosting your agni, but using cinnamon and lots of spices is going to be huge for kapha. And, you know, kaphas are going to be the ones that during your period are most like, I should eat cake, I should eat pastry, I should do this stuff. And And I have to say just, please try to work with your body to not do that because it's going to make your symptoms that much worse. It's kind of feeding fire with fire. You're giving your kapha more kapha. So a lot of bitter greens, sauteed greens, black pepper, cayenne, like go get some really spicy soup somewhere and that's going to feel a lot better long-term to your body. So that's a real quick overview of understanding what's happening in your period and and how it relates to your doshas. It does get much deeper than this. And so I really invite you to either come on out for a workshop. Hopefully, I'm, I'm almost even thinking about doing kind of a, a period course with this about Ayurveda or, you know, send me an email. I do Ayurveda consultations on this work all of the time. So you can hit me up at sam at BE, happy, healthy human. And as a final note and something that really became the theme of last night's class is this reminder that, you know, we need to look at the root cause. So often when we go to a doctor with issues with our periods, we're told to slap a pill onto it or to not worry about it or consider ourselves lucky for not having our periods, you know, whatever kind of thing is said to us. And what I'd invite you to know and understand is that our menstrual cycles are not as mysterious as they seem. It's actually a really well oiled, fine-tuned machine, and if we actually understand the mechanisms of the chemicals that are happening during it and how it relates to our uh, routines and diet and life through the rest of the menstrual cycle, we can, we can change it. We can help it. We can balance it. So I just, just you know, no matter what, if you leave this um, podcast knowing, feeling, glimpsing the idea that actually this is not so um, mysterious and that you can understand what's happening in your body like that knowledge is possible Um, I'd be really happy if that's if that's a message that does get out because I spent years thinking that my body was broken and ultimately realized that I just was never given the information to understand how it works so with that I hope you are having a wonderful day and thank you so, so much for being here. If you have any questions, comments, hit me up over on Instagram. I'm at BEHappyHealthyHuman or go to BeHappyHealthyHuman.com. I'm sending you so much light and love on this Thursday and that light in me is so very humbly bowing to the same light in each one of you. Namaste, friends.